right, here we go. What's good, people? It's your boy Nappy Nick. Welcome to the Holy City High Podcast. This is going to college football week three. Today, I got myself, your boy Nappy, Matt, and Jacob coming back, and a newcomer in that Garnet and Go, Florida State. Let's go. What up, Ryan? How you doing? Doing well today, fellas. I'm ready to talk some football. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like to have you on the podcast. Um, we're going to take a look back, guys, on last week. Kind of go over a few of the bigger games and notes of what we hit on and what we miss. And also down below, you can look, if you're watching, to see what game scores we're playing, at least on the bigger games, the top 25 teams. All right, uh, starting with Jacob, taking, uh, taking the best record of the week, 10-3. and three. His three losses were... Alabama, uh, minus seven and a half. Wisconsin, minus six. And San Diego State, plus 14 and a half. His hits, all 10 of them. You, you made some money. You made some people some money. You're to Jacob. Uh, <laughs> Kansas, minus three. Wake Forest, minus 10. Nordane, minus seven and a half. Coastal Carolina, minus 14. Colorado, minus two and a half. Boise State, plus three and a half. Fuck that game. Oh Miss minus seven, <laughs> Miami four plus four and a half, and Nap State Some, plus eight. Someone and needs half. to put UCF back in their place because they're, yeah. they're, they're way, <laughs> way hey, those national champs, two thousand seventeen. Everybody put some respect. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go down to Matt, um, eight and four record with asterisk mark. <laughs> I go through the asterisk mark. His misses were uh, UCF, Boise State over sixty. Oh, Miss Tulane, this is the Astro, guys. This is Astro for me, too. Michael Pratt not being announced game time at 11.59 a.m. That's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, over of 66. Uh, Texas, Alabama, under 54. Wisconsin, minus 6. UCLA, San Diego State, over 48 and a half. His wins were Kansas, minus 3. Wake, minus 10. Nordane, minus 7 and a half. CCU, minus 14. Colorado minus two and a half. The Miami money line makes money on that one. And App State UNC over 58 and a half, which I feel like that should be a, a guarantee when the, those two teams play. Then your boy, uh, your boy Nick, eight and four also. Misses were Vandy plus 10, UCF minus three and a half, Tulane plus seven, Texas AM minus four, and under 54 for uh, Bama. In Texas, my hits were Kansas minus three, Notre Dame minus seven and a half, Coastal minus 14, Colorado minus two, minus two and a half, App State plus 18 and a half, Oregon minus six and a half, about the skin of my teeth with that one, and uh, Wisconsin, Washington State under 58, and the UCLA money line. Um, overall records, guys, Jacob leading the way 18 and eight on the season. Followed by me, 15 and 10, and Matt right behind me at 14 and 11. Right now, we're still making money, guys. That's how we got to look at it. Right. Um, but I got to do some catching up. That's some good winning records for sure. Yeah. You know, on this podcast, we keep, we keep our records, you know. <laughs> we back that shit up. Bring the receipt. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess before we move on, quick notes on any of uh, last week's games. Anybody has a comments on yeah, North Carolina shouldn't have been that close to App State. Like, there's no reason for it. You got Drake May, might be a top three pick. 
and he he can't get his running game or his defense to stop App State. Like, I'm on Mac Brown. Mac Brown's been doing this too long. (laughs) I'll push back on that because App State treats that game like a Super Bowl. You know, that's a big, that's a massive uh, in-state rivalry. The North Carolina App State. App State is probably like of all the football teams in that state, the most proudest. They have the right to be at least. I agree with that. They that stuff. they like, always you know, play them tough, no matter play what. Anyone tough. They beat Texas AM last year too. We didn't forget that either. Right. So like um and also I think in looking over the week up to that game, I think people are that defense was fraudulent. Like I said, Carolina was horrible. Horrible. I should have got a sack in that game. <laughs> Stop. Like I was watching bits and pieces of the Furman game with South Carolina, and I'm just like, dude, Spencer Rattler's gonna be running for his life the rest of the season. <laughs> Hold on, can we can we discuss why did he get player of the week? Is that what Spencer Rattler got Player of the Week. He got, he got, yeah, he got SEC Player of the Week. Of the week. Yeah, he did like four or five touchdowns against Furman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that just blew. I, I read. I thought I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline. I was like, "That's crazy," but okay. <laughs> I mean, I get you. Got to give Rattler this two weeks, no interceptions. That's better than he's ever done in his career yeah. before. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is very true. Like overall, he's been playing pretty good. It's just that yeah, he's not the problem. Yeah, that team's just not gonna be a good team this year. No, they North lost Carolina too fans. much talent. They lost yeah, a lot of talent much. in the draft. They lost draft some, and a lot transfers of, out. Like, and lost transfers, the best back. But they had the third most transfers back in. So it's just a matter of getting those players into the you know system. Yeah, but was it quality? They lost offensive linemen. They lost their D two offensive linemen. Yeah, they lost a couple like four and five star guys transferring yeah. out too. And stuff. I'm not saying they're dominating where they're at now. At least the tailback is at Southern Cal. But um, I guess the other highlight, I guess, before we move on, is Miami. Um, shout out to Miami taking on Texas A&M. Um, Put it to them. ACC? Yeah, ACC? Yeah, ACC 4-1. That's probably <laughs> my biggest number of the week uh, so far. ACC is 4-1 against the SEC. And the um, only blowout loss was Virginia playing Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Now I won't say, even no, though oh. in hindsight is Virginia Tech did lose to Purdue. We don't care about the Big Ten. We just want to beat Fair point. This means more. Okay. <laughs> it just means more, man. Um, I guess uh, before we move on, getting ready for the slate, uh, we do have two games tonight: uh, Navy at Memphis. And Bethune cooked me at Miami. Um, and he takes on any of those games you want to talk about before we move on? Other than Miami should sweep Bethune Cookman out the door. Uh yeah, that spread's like minus 53. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I was like, I like Miami. I don't know if I I know it should be like that, but will Miami do that is the question. I mean, so. they play Bethune Cookman a lot for some reason. So yeah. they're 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 not unaccustomed to just rolling them over, you know. Yeah, get like, a check, dog. Yeah. That's how we take the under on the, the Navy Memphis game just because the Navy game. Um, I'm probably take uh, Memphis. Really, the under on that one. Uh, I'm yeah. no longer listening to Matt on over and under. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both those teams can. Score. I'm not picking an over and under this uh, week. 
Navy, Navy can't score. Navy's probably Navy's. Navy's just too small, man. Honestly, like I think uh, those service academies, like those are restrictions they have because those players have a little up to. It's just it's not gonna go over well. Um, I'm gonna take Memphis to cover 13 and a half. Just my personal take, you know, yeah. go with your flow. But if you like to make money, you listen to me. That's how I tell people. <laughs> I'd, t- I'd still take the over on that just because Memphis has put up almost 100 points in two games against, yeah, bad teams. But I still expect them to put up another 40 against Navy and watch Navy score 28 30. Right. So I'm going to take the over on that. I hear that. Oh. What's, Plus the Memphis. What's the over on? Does anybody know? Over on there? I just had up. I got it right here. Uh, it's uh, 47 and a half. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I take that. Yeah, absolutely. Navy alone. Yeah. Or Memphis alone. Yeah, yeah that's super low. Yeah. I think Memphis put 40 up. I think yeah, they even scored 10. That rolling first half. That's how it goes. All right. Well, let's move on to it, guys. Um, get myself ready. Boom. I hope everybody's situated. Let's go. Already. We're going to start with essentially uh, the SEC game of the week, which I don't know how this is going to be in the SEC game. I guess there's only two games. No, it was Tennessee and Florida. But whatever. Uh, South Carolina at Georgia, number one ranked team in the country right now for the third consecutive week. We're back-to-back champs. Uh, last week, Georgia beats Ball State 45-3. Uh, South Carolina beats Furman 47-21. Um, fun fact about this game that I don't think no one knew. I even knew this to overheard it um, on I think a podcast. Georgia has Georgia's defense has one sack so far this year for the whole season so far. Wow! So, um, and that's that's playing against Ball State and UT Martin. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Also, on the contrary. South Carolina has given up the 23 tackles for loss on the offense um, in two games. Something's going to So, Spencer Rattler, if you care about your NFL draft aspirations, um, just keep that in mind, buddy. Um, Ryan, go with the newbie, buddy. What's your take on this game? Uh, I wish South Carolina, I could say, was going to hold into it, but they've, they've played – North Carolina looked shaky at best, looked good at some time. Spencer Rattler is going to be able to, you know, find some open plays. But, damn, Georgia Georgia has so much talent, they don't have an excuse to lose. I don't think I'd take the over on this. I definitely don't think I'd take the Georgia score. But Georgia should should win easily. Number one, three years in a row, back-to-back champs, undefeated this season. This is their first real game. And I expect them to show up at home. All right, Georgia money line. Y'all hear it, Matt? Points? What's that? You going money line? Nah, nah, they can't go money line this game. I was about to say, man. Yeah, no, no, I'm, take, I'm, I'm, no, I'm taking South Carolina on the on the, the cover. Yeah, on the cover. Okay, my bad. I should explain that to you. Uh, I was about to say, man, Georgia money line. That's all right. Yeah, that's too easy. Risk <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, how about you, buddy? Uh, Georgia hasn't showed much with uh, Mike Bobo coming in an offensive coordinator this year. Uh, I know Carolina fans loved him in the past. 
but uh, Georgia, you know, one of my buddies is a Georgia fan. He, he calls me every week and just complains about their offense. Uh, South Carolina always shows up, you know, random games. They shouldn't see Clemson, see Tennessee last year. Uh, Radler, I, I, I'm going to take Carolina to cover. I mean, I think Radler, if he can stay up enough to uh, give – Juice Wells, and uh, we get a chance to get down the field with that offensive line. They'll still cover that. Right, how about you, Jacob? <clears throat> yeah, same thing across the board. I mean, Georgia hasn't played anyone hardly yet. I mean, they did struggle the first quarter against Ball State, I, from what I saw. Um, as far as Carolina goes, as you were saying, Ryan said earlier, uh, Rattler has no picks in two games, which is that's amazing in itself. But uh, um, and Carolina always plays one game good, and if they're going to play one good this year. I think they can catch Georgia off guard this year because they're not the same team they've been the past two years. I don't think. Um, dang, I kind of want to go Carolina money line on this, but um, plus two thousand dollars. You know what? I got. I'm. I'm gonna go Carolina money. I'm going upset. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I, I'll get back at least one game this week on him right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick it on here, and I might throw a little one on it. But yeah, I. I think Carol, this, if Carolina is gonna upset any team this year, this will be upset right here. Y'all here at Georgia? Here first at Georgia. At Georgia. Y'all here first? The hedges. Hey, they came into Death Valley and beat us last year. So I mean, anybody with an offense is going to beat us last year. <laughs> they can still do it this That's year. That's saying Georgia's offense is not the same offense nor their defense. So I think Beamer can catch him off guard with some stuff. So there we go. All right, South Carolina money line going to Jacob. Um, I, I do. I wish I shared the same optimism that you have. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think my conscience will ever allow me to choose that. And there's no disrespect, Carolina fans. You know, I love love for the college, but uh, Georgia's beating you by 30 the last two years, and this year it's gonna be a, the same story. And um, Georgia so far is 0 2 against the spread. I think that changes this week. Give me Georgia the cover this game uh, minus 27 and a half. The dogs. A lot of points. <laughs> There's a lot of points. There's a lot of points. But if you can't block anybody, man, it's hard to win games. I think it really comes down to it. Okay. And that's probably going to be the best defense line they face all season. All right. Let's move on to our next game, guys. Um, we got LSU, number 14, heading over to Sarksville, Mississippi, to take on the Bulldogs. Um. Over-under is 54-and-a-half. LSU is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Mississippi State money line, plus 300. If anybody wants the dog. Uh, Jacob, let's like take me on this one. What are you thinking? Um, I think LSU kind of regrips uh, after that horrible start to the season. Uh, first, uh, I believe it's their first <laughs> SEC game, if I'm not mistaken. But the offense needs to step up a little bit. Um, I haven't seen much impressment on Mississippi State. I mean, their running back's doing pretty good. 
um, marks, and then. But I still got LSU to uh, turn their season around right here, and they'll cover this pretty easily. I think even in, even on the road. All right, Matt, how about you, Bob? Mississippi State kind of reminded me of Clemson uh, that first week against Duke in the red zone, where they just kept turning it over. Uh, and that last week's game against Arizona, I, I don't trust a team that has turnover issues. Um, you know, LSU clearly the better team. Give me LSU to cover that nine and a half uh, pretty easily. Heard. Love it. Uh, how about you, Ryan? What you think thoughts on this game? I mean, I agree with the turnovers, and I know LSU is a team that can take advantage of that, but I don't think either of these teams are capable of scoring this year. Jaden Daniels hasn't shown me squat, you know, against caliber defense. So I'm actually going to take uh, I'm going to take Mississippi State making up the making up the difference in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take Mississippi State at uh, nine and a half. Ooh, got a fight going on. Let me. Uh, Harold Perkins Jr. Y'all know that guy's. Yeah, I've heard his name a time or two. First timer, supposed to be like a top five pick, one of the best players. Um. In college football, at least on the defensive side, um, has been completely MIA this year, <laughs> missing in action. And I don't really think it's his fault. I think it's just scheme. I know they're missing a few play pieces on the defense line that they're about to get back. So that's probably could free him up. Um, but I think he's going to show up and show out in this game. So I'm definitely joining the LSU to cover nine and a half. Also, Mississippi State um, with a – New coach, new offense is completely different than it was last year. Like, they're essentially are running the ball. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against that defense line. Um, the way you're going to be LSU, you're going to have to take advantage of their secondary. If you can't do that, you're probably not going to win against them. Uh, so, give me, a, give me LSU to cover. Uh, nine and a half. Keep it going, guys. We're going to go Big 12. No, not Big 12. Yeah, Big 12 versus SEC. Kansas State, Missouri. Uh, the uh, Wildcats are minus three and a half favorites, over under 47 and a half. Uh, the dog money line from Missouri is plus 150. Um, Ryan, let's take the lead on this one. Missouri seems pretty lost so far this year. Maybe the worst team in the SEC after Vandy's shown up the last two games. I mean, I won them both of them, but they showed up, where Missouri hasn't really shown up to anything. I'm going to take Kansas State easy, even though it's at Missouri. It's not a team they're unaccustomed to playing, you know, with Missouri's days back in the Big 12. I'm taking Kansas State at three and a half. Matt, what about you, Bob? Uh, Did anybody see Missouri barely squeak out that win against Middle Tennessee State? Yeah, I did. 23 to 19. Uh, you know, Missouri, the show me state, and Missouri has showed me absolutely nothing all season. I'd probably take Vandy right now if they played them head to head. Kansas State has 20 tackles for loss this season. I, I just don't think Missouri can keep up. And so I'm definitely going to take Kansas State to cover. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, same. Kansas State to cover this easily. Um, also, last year in this matchup, Cook was horrible, the quarterback for Missouri. 
touchdowns, two picks. Um, he's throwing picks this year like crazy. So, yeah, Kansas State covers this one easily. Um, I think I'm going to go with a uh, better agreement with you guys across the board. Um, I, I, <coughs> I am curious about something because something just seems off that this, like, this has gone up to five. I'm keeping it three and a half. That's what I saw earlier today. But this, I feel like this line should have been like at least nine or ten. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like that's way too small of a yeah, line. Even if it's on the road, I'm like, I mean, oh, there's another one of those later on too. Yeah, like they know something we don't. Right. I feel like they know something we know. And I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> off because I'm gonna keep an eye on this game because, like, uh, I was just like, that's fishy. Man. That's just easy way too money. close. <laughs> uh, unless they know something about Will Howard not playing, well, that we don't know, or like uh, keep a secret. Even without, I think I don't know. I know Missouri's defense isn't that bad, but their offense is just so bad. I don't think they'll be able to keep. Scoring. Yeah, their offense is terrible, and their defense couldn't even stop Middle Tennessee last week. You know, <laughs> that's a team that you should let maybe get a couple of field goals on you if you're an SEC team. And what, what are they in now? Uh, not the um, AAC. What are they in now? Middle Tennessee, right? Um, Sunbelt. Sunbelt. Right. They they were right they're there from the pulling the upset. Yeah. In Missouri. Now. I mean, Sunbelt, to me, is the best group of five this year. It, it's definitely become one. I'd still call it the Mountain West the best, but Sunbelt, from being the worst for decades, or at least, you know, a decade as long as it was around for, to being – yeah, maybe one of those prominent Power Five teams now. Just, I mean, Texas State is showing up this year. Uh, weird teams that you wouldn't think would have a good season are playing well in the Sun Belt. And I don't in Conference USA, just so you know. In Conference USA, so they are in Conference they USA. They are in USA now. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks for this in the Sun Belt. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm hey, pro the Sun I'm pro Maction. I'm all about it. <laughs> the Sun Belt got Marshall. They're plenty happy. Yeah, um, I I will also probably take the under on this game too. Just throw that as like a side bet. I don't think I feel like this game is probably gonna be like thirty four to seven. They probably put them around forty, so that would be like a little side note from a listeners or listen on the audio side. Um, guess I might as well throw this little promo. Uh, please if you listen to us, this is streaming on YouTube and Facebook. So please subscribe and even get my follows up on that, so I can get paid. Trying to be big time, man. Trying to be like Stephen A. And then you got <laughs> <help your> brother out. <laughs> um, if you listen to the audio sign, um, please subscribe on every major podcast platform, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. But we're going to keep it moving. Going to our next game, San Diego State at Oregon State. Number 16 ranked Oregon State. Oregon State is a minus win four and a half. Over under is 48 and a half. Money line for San Diego State is plus fifteen hundred, which is a very heavy favorite for Oregon State. Um, Matt, let's start off with this one. You know, I was really thinking this was going to be a good game uh, until last week when San Diego State just played an egg against UCLA. Uh, Oregon State has the number one defense in the Pac-12. San Diego State has the number eleven offense in the Mountain West. Not a great combination uh, for those teams. I'm going to say Oregon State covers this. I uh, was a little bit hesitant, but I, I do think they cover. 
All right, Brian, what's your thoughts? You know what? I'm with him. I normally wouldn't take a cover this big, but let's, let's talk about Oregon State's new star, DJ Wigalele. Clemson was calling him the, the problem of the offense for years, but I don't think that's the truth. I mean, that dude only came out his first game through five touchdowns and 400-something yards. Like, Oregon State clearly fits him. I think he's going to throw the ball all over San Diego State and make him look absolutely embarrassing. I'm, I'm going to take Oregon State uh, on the over on this 24.5. Yeah. Jacob. Uh, all right. Um, DJ has done pretty well. And we saw that against high school teams when Clemson played them as well. So, but some love. He is he is doing a phenomenal job out there. Um, you know, he just didn't fit in with us at the time, so. I still respect him. He was a good kid. Um, but I do like Oregon State on this. I'm actually going to go with the over in this game. I think it's at – you got it at 48 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So they've scored 42 and 55 the past two games. So I'm thinking they're scoring at least 40 after what UCLA did to them last week. And with like you said, DJ is clicking right now passing and rushing so i think they uh and i think san Diego state might get one or two in there especially one late to probably cover it late so <laughs> um quick thoughts i'm probably thinking Oregon state's gonna cover this uh pretty easily san Diego state's defense isn't too bad but i don't think their offense is so bad they're just gonna put them in bad situations where Oregon state's gonna get some easy scores so I'm down with you guys. Um, take the spread, 24 and a half. Shout out to the Beavers. It was also one of my favorite shows. Angry Beavers. Great show. No one likes the Angry Beaver, right? Oh. <laughs> that's all. That's debatable. Well, yeah, unless you call it Daggett. <laughs> uh, next up. ACC Big Ten matchup. Minnesota travels to Chapel Hill to take on the number 20 ranked Tar Heels. Minus seven and a half. Over under 51. Money line Minnesota plus 245. I'll start this one off. Um, North Carolina, you're fraudulent. You're fraudulent. <laughs> fraudulent. Um, I just. Um, in this game, particularly, this is like a 50 50 because Ken is really going to come down. Can the North Carolina defense stop Minnesota's running game? And I don't believe they will, won't be able to do it. So, in this game, I'm not really going to kind of choose because I will kind of take that money line with Minnesota. But I'm actually going to take the under in this game and have it be under 50. Um, Matt, what's your thoughts? Minnesota, you know, giving up 16 points this year. Take it. It was Nebraska and, uh, you know, Eastern Michigan. Drake May, I think, can spread them out a little bit and start scoring a little bit more. Uh, I'm not really worried about last week in North Carolina because App State plays them up every year, including last year where they scored 40 in the fourth. Uh, you know, that's their Super Bowl, I'd say. 
Uh, give me North Carolina to cover that seven and a half with Drake May leading the way. Uh, Jacob, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I got North Carolina covering this one as well. Um, I think North Carolina's defense does get back on track a little bit, even because, like you said, last week is one of those games that you can kind of throw everything out the window when it comes to stats and everything else. Um, so, yeah, North Carolina Club, just because Minnesota, I mean, opening the season, very low-scoring game. And then last week they only put up 25 points. I just think North Carolina outpowers them by the end of it. Hear that? How about your mind? Uh, man, I mean, you want to go with Drake May because that dude can be a first-rounder first easy, but – North Carolina gives up the run game. That's what Minnesota does best. Minnesota could have two 200-yard rushers by the end of this game. and North Carolina's already allowed almost 500 yards of rushing in two games. So I'm going to take uh, I'm gonna take Minnesota on this one, uh, the money line. I think Minnesota's going to pull this Ooh. one off. Go ahead now. Come on here, it's spicy. Plus two forty-five. I don't go. I don't disagree with that either. I think Minnesota definitely go there to beat them. Um, it's really just they're going to actually throw the ball. Give Drake May actually um, look like a Heisman candidate. But I think they're um, they're just missing some weapons on the outside. They're just not as good as last year's. It really comes down to it. One quick question though: Did they average? Did they give up five? Yards last week on the ground because they allowed zero yards to Carolina. Actually, negative yards rushing to South Carolina. Um, that's just a question. I'm just curious. He said 500 yards. That that was like a big boom. Right? I was like, wow, they had negative yards against South Carolina. So did they? They did. I forgot about that. I have to double check my my notes now. I, I was I was just curious. I was like, man, they give up that many yards to App State rushing with negative yards against Carolina. But I remember that now. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I wrote. <laughs> oh, hey, no, I was just curious. I was say, man, I didn't know they ran the ball that much. Right, App State. On ESPN, uh, it says 108.5 yards allowed. Per game, they gave up 649 yards overall. I wasn't trying to call you out, Ryan. I was just about to say, Oh, no, game. you're good. If I'm messing something up, you got to let me know. No, <laughs> I don't want to say it somewhere else and sound like, a, you know. <laughs> no, I was like, man, they gave up a lot of yards last week on the ground if they did. Okay, so it's 108.5 on the season. So they did give up 360 rushing yards. 300, 316. And that's the game, yeah. 216. We're going to play two games. 216, my math's bad. <laughs> All right. I'm in the ballpark. <laughs> in the ballpark. You mean 108 plus 108 doesn't make 316? <laughs> wow, man. 216 is 500. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find out where I got that from now because I have no idea why my notes. You got to check your stats. Um, that's nice. <laughs> I'm still taking Minnesota, though. No, no. I was just curious. I say, man, their team's even worse than I thought they were in North Carolina. Yeah, right. I say, I might uh, have to switch my pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep it moving back to the SEC. Um, I think there's only 
this is the only second matchup of a actual conference game. Um, this is, uh, I think, one of the game of the weeks overall. Uh, you got number 11, Tennessee, six and a half favorite over Florida in Gainesville, over under 58 and a half. Money line for Florida plus 205. Ryan, since you're a Florida boy, I'll let you start off. I wouldn't take that Florida line for anything. Tennessee is going to win by way more than six and a half. Florida looks inept. Their offense barely works, and Tennessee's just throwing the ball however they want, whenever they want. I just I don't see Florida being anywhere in double digits near Tennessee this week. This was my second. Because they know something we don't that I mentioned earlier. Six and a half. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like that. I, I, I don't understand. It that. makes no sense to me. I think it's in the swamp and it's a rivalry game. That's really the only reason. I mean, that's the only excuse I can come up with, but I still haven't seen anything out of Florida that shows they can stay within seven or eight points of Tennessee. Everybody's still on the uh, Swamp Kings hype train right now. That's what it is. (laughs) It fooled me. (laughs) They must have Debo coming back to play quarterback for them. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Jacob? Obviously, Florida is off to a horrible start. I mean, they played it. Play McNeese State. A good game last week, but at at the same time, I mean, against Utah, that game was just atrocious to watch, especially taking Florida outright on that game. But, uh, yeah, that was – but Tennessee hasn't stopped since last year. Um, Milton's still doing great. Um, they had two warm up games basically, too. But I mean, they blew out Virginia, which Virginia's not that good this year, as we all know. But <clears throat> Florida just they, they're struggling, there is not their year yet. So, Tennessee to cover this. All right, how about you, Matt? So I'm looking right now. The line is down to six. It's not even six and a half anymore. Who is doing this? Who? What do they know? They knew we were doing the show, so they wanted to screw us. Yeah, clearly. Um, I don't understand how it's six and a half, six. I don't get it. I get Tennessee didn't look great against Austin P last week. And Florida put it on, what, McNeese State. Congratulations. Um. Yeah, I don't know how you don't take six and a half, but for some reason I'm I feel like I should take Florida just because I don't understand this line. Um but yeah, give me Tennessee at six and a half somehow that they don't cover that. Vegas knows something I don't and I hate them. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Matt. That uh that was probably the second game I looked at. I was just like, hmm, that's uh Intriguing. I will if I had I guess if I play devil's advocate with it, Florida really didn't look as bad as it seemed against Utah. They uh overall the def- they gave up some big plays and stuff. And I know Utah shouldn't be the standard because their offense is not that good either. Before. Against the backup quarterback, Nick. Yeah, backup quarterback. But you know, Graham 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 Merce didn't look bad. He just was missing. And it was his first game in the at a at a new school and on the road. They also fun. had two key penalties that set them out of you know 
I forget offsides penalties that just setting them back too. Come so. back like stuff. Like they were shooting themselves in the foot more. So it's like they right. lost the game more than Utah beat them. Right. Well, it's the key you said. They gave up big plays against Utah. What does T- Tennessee do but make big plays? Yeah. yeah, but the problem with it is he's missing. Joe Miller, he's missing on those throws. He's it's kind of like um not as bad as a situation compared to Alabama's quarterback. Like you stuff, but like you I think in that offense you have to be accurate. And if you're not accurate, like um Hayden Hooker was, like it's gonna be spoils. I'm not I'm saying I think Tennessee's gonna win, but I'm gonna go with the under in this game. Uh 58 and a half. Uh, I think this is probably a low scoring game. Season points as much as people think. I think there's something people know and why that line's going down. Um, so I'm like, I ain't touching that. I'm gonna go under 50 and a half, 58 and a half. All right, uh, we're gonna keep it moving. Um, we got another class of ACC versus SEC matchup as the Yellow Jackets Georgia Tech goes down to Ole Miss to take on the Rebels. Um, Mississippi's 18-point favorite in this game, over under 63-and-a-half. Money line for Georgia Tech is plus 650 if you want to let the dogs out. Um, Jacob, what's your thoughts on this game? Well, Ole Miss, I mean, they haven't played anybody yet this year either, so we don't know exactly how they're going to be looking. Um, I mean – Hey, but Tulane – Tulane was missing players. They didn't play Tulane yeah, like we've been rating Tulane. Yeah, but I still, I mean, but then there's Georgia Tech, you know, new coach, new, who is it, King, that's their quarterback? Haynes King. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's lit it up this season so far, I think. Um, as far as Georgia Tech and passing, that's, I think they got more touchdowns recently than they have. Passing in a long time. I mean, um, I mean, also compared to how Jeff Sims looking to Nebraska, I think anybody was an upgrade at this point. That's also true. It was crazy um, they commit looking forward. So Mike Norvell made the right move. Keep going, Jacob. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, I think Georgia Tech will cover this. Um, Ole Miss is going to win, but. I can't go with the upset on this one, but uh, Georgia Tech will cover 18 points on this game, I believe. Hell yeah. Uh, Ryan, how about you, Bob? I know. I think that's a little optimistic. Uh, yeah, Georgia Tech's pass game looks real good. They look real close to Ole Miss's pass game, but both of them have played, you know, suspect schedules. Georgia Tech did play Louisville, I guess, and almost won that, but Ole Miss is in Louisville. And I don't think they'll be able to care, uh, able to control and, and cover that Harris kid. Shoot, he's already got five touchdowns on the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he got two more in this game for Ole Miss. So I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Ole Miss to go an 18 over on this one. That's good, Matt. Ole Miss is only averaging three and a half yards a carry. That that's surprising for you know, especially the teams they've played. I I really thought they would uh, have a little bit more of a run game against Tulane again. Tulane, but Mercer, you're averaging three and a half yards of carry from those two teams. Kind of worries me. Uh, you know, going up against Georgia Tech, who's averaging, you know, I think it's roughly five and a half yards per carry. 
uh, you know, again, you've played South Carolina State in Louisville. That's concerning. Uh, so give me Ole Miss and Jackson Dart to spread it out against this Georgia Tech team. Um, I'm, I'm uh, very much in lock agreement with you guys. Um, Georgia Tech has improved a lot. They just, uh, I don't think they're improved enough to be able to compete with Ole Miss. This is not even saying that Ole Miss is uh, – it's going to be a great team. I think that still remains to be seen. But I think Jackson Dart has looked good all year so far. Um, and Lane's going to put up points, especially at home. So I'll take the 18 Ole Miss to cover. Did Jacob take Ole Miss or did he take Georgia Tech? Yeah, I thought he took Georgia Tech. Yeah. Did he take Georgia Tech? Yeah, they cover. Yeah, he took Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Not like that eight points last week you tried to put on me instead of seven and a half. And yeah, now I have been calling you sure. <laughs> Dude, my, I'm an auditor. That is my job. Sorry. <laughs> I catch everything. Got to catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good catch. All right, guys. About halfway through this. I'm, I'm Jacob. Jacob took. Georgia Tech. I took. Oh damn! Shit, I'm fucking up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he also took Georgia Tech, not Georgia. You keep talking about the dogs, letting the dogs out. You're pissing off Georgia Tech, giving them bull or you know some material for the locker room. They're the Yellow Jackets, Nick, not the Bulldogs. Uh, I thought that was a team point. <laughs> he was he was just referring to the real Georgia team as well. Yeah. The hell to hell with Georgia. Georgia State. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> Georgia State. <laughs> No, because they, they didn't help me out last week. So no. <laughs> All right, guys. Carolyn doesn't forget, guys. <laughs> if you do him wrong the week before, he will not pick you the following week. And clearly, <laughs> it was not all the time. Not all the time. Most time. Man. Right. All right, guys. Next game, we got BYU at Arkansas. Arkansas minus eight. As an eight-point favorite, over-under is 47. The money line is BYU plus 260. Um, Matt, let's just start for this one. What do you think about the Cougs Arkansas, and the Razorbacks? Arkansas is without their uh, star running back Sanders this week. So that was a little bit interesting to see. But if you're going to make me choose between K.J. Jefferson and Keaton Slovis, I don't know how you don't take K.J. and uh, the dual threat of him to cover eight points. So give me Arkansas to cover that eight. All right, Ryan, what's up? What's up? I, I agree with him. KJ Jefferson's looking real good this year. He looks like he did two years ago as opposed to last year when he kind of had a disaster season. But I'm not I'm not down on BYU yet. I don't think I've seen enough out of them to be down on them. I like Arkansas, but I think BYU can uh, – I think BYU can cover this one. I think uh, Arkansas wins somewhere uh, three to five points over BYU at home. So I'm going to take BYU under. And Jacob? Uh, I got to go with Arkansas to cover this one. Uh, their defense has not allowed touchdown this season. Um, and I do think Jefferson will have – yeah, he's gonna have to step it up a little bit, but overall, I just yeah, BYU. I just BYU's not I'm not sold on them yet in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so they'll 
get their first loss coming in. Stay as good as we can. Uh, um, I'd probably say Arkansas too, but for the cover. Um, honestly, I really have no thoughts on this game. I don't really care about it. SEC. It means more. So both says the Florida State fan. And I'm trying to hop up our future conference. <laughs> the Big Ten? Hell yeah, Big Ten. They don't, they don't want you at the SEC. You're not bringing a new market to them. They already got Florida. New market. Man, That's all man. it is these days. They want quality market. of games, man. Quality Big, Big of Ten, games. Big 12 has Florida. Big Ten doesn't have a Florida team yet. It's yeah. only a matter yeah, of time. You know I'm saying the SEC does. They don't want. Oh, they already have. I mean, I want Florida State to play Southern Cal. Who the fuck wants to make that trouble? I mean, it'll be double go to LA. We're gonna play Cal and Stanford anyways. Now, shoot. My I mean, good well. point. I guess good. Southern hey, Cal's closer. The All Coast Conference, baby. All Coast. <laughs> <laughs> what is college football going to, man? That's wild. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll keep it moving, and we're going to. One of the biggest rivalries of the weekend, the backyard brawl. Pitt taking on West Virginia. West Virginia minus two. I, I never thought I was going to see West Virginia's minus two from the beginning of the season. Guess what? They actually looked pretty good. Over under is 47. Money line Pitt plus 125. Um, I'm starting off with this one. Let's go. Fucking Mountaineers, dude. All day. Um I guess I should be pro ACC, but Pitt looked at horrible last week. Um, and West Virginia's not saying they're going to be a great team, but they look, look good enough to be able to beat Pitt. So I'm going to take them to cover. Um, Jacob, or what's your thoughts, Jacob? Um, I've got to go West Virginia as well. Um, like that loss last week for Pitt, I was – a little shocked at, um, honestly. I thought Pitt might have a little bit better team this year, but uh, so, but yeah, Mountaineers. No Pat White, but you know, they might pull this one out like that. <laughs> yeah, find something. Uh, Matt, your thoughts? When I don't know what happened to Phil Jerkovich because when he was at Boston College before he transferred to Pitt, he was a good quarterback, good system NFL style quarterback. Last week against Cincinnati, nineteen of thirty-two for a hundred, or actually ten of thirty-two, ten for one hundred and seventy-nine yards. Uh, he got heavily rushed by a Cincinnati team. Uh, yes, yeah, Cincinnati, you know, they're okay, but. I think West Virginia gives them a little bit more pressure with that three-three-five defense they run. So give me West Virginia to cover. And Ryan, first of all, my whole family's from the Pittsburgh area, so I got some love here. Let's not forget West Virginia played a Pittsburgh team last week, Duquesne, and let them score what seventeen points on them last week. Duquesne yeah. should not be scoring seventeen points on West Virginia. But you're both right. That Cincinnati game was ugly from Pittsburgh. So I'm just going to say both these t- might be bad. And I'm going to take the under on the whole thing. I don't think these guys get near to 47 points this week. Yeah, I was looking I was looking at it, too. I was like, I think it's going to be a low-touring game. Uh, I, yeah, I'd, I'd say tops 20 to 16 or something like that. Like yeah. the highest scoring I can think of. Um, don't watch on that, but. All right, we go back up to the upstate of South Carolina. 
For Clemson Tigers, welcome to Florida Atlantic Owl. Um, spreads minus 24 and a half, over unders 51 and a half. FAU plus 1400 on the money line. Yes, I should start with a tiger with this one. So, Jacob, go take it away, bro. Well, <clears throat> I don't even know what to say about this Clemson team right now. Still, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I don't remember the last time Clemson covered at this point. It's been. Did they cover last weekend? No. Did they cover? Clemson we did not cover last week. Damn, that's well. It was like 49 and it's supposed to be like 50 or something mm-hmm. like that. But um Florida Atlantic, I do not know much about them. Um but I I just still am just not in sold on our offense right now. After I mean, I don't know. We did put up a lot of points, but at the same time it was I wasn't happy. So, um, just going with the trend right now, Clemson not to cover this. Ooh, FAU plus 24. Okay. I'm a Clemson fan. Let me say that one more time. FAU plus 24 and a half by Jacob. I'm going with the trend. That's all I'm saying. From a Clemson fan. Until we break it, I'm going with it. I How just want to know. We do, we do mind-breaking things here in the whole City Hot Podcast. Or I could um, go to over. I don't know. I don't know. Should I go to over? Nah, I'll type it now. You, <laughs> it's locked. <laughs> you slide in. I just saw the over at 51 and a half. I kind of like that too. But. Oh, see, why do you think he got his lights so dim? He's trying to hide his face. I'm not. <laughs> it, y'all know my. It never. It fades out. I don't get it. <laughs> Matt, I'll let you take next, our next Clemson in the house. Next Uh, Matt, you muted. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Isn't this the uh, the eight o'clock kick? Everybody expected Clemson to play under the lights from a team from Florida, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, nobody expected it to be Florida State, right? No, next week noon kickoff. Anyways, um, like Jacob said, offense. I don't really know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> you know, Cade can't throw one out. They take a pick six. Uh, other than that, and you know, fumbling again. You know, giving away points. Defense looks good. I'm not worried about that. I'm going to take the under on this, actually. Um, I don't think Florida Atlantic scores, you know, that much. But then I also don't think, uh, you know, Clemson goes out there and puts up 52. I think they go out there and be kind of vanilla, trying to save up anything they can for next week. All right. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts? All right. Well, Jacob, I'm a. I'm going to let you know a little secret about FAU. Their coach is Tom Herman, the old Texas coach, and that guy knows how to run offense. Do I think FAU's there yet? No. Uh, but Clemson isn't who we expected to be. I don't think FAU has a chance to win, especially in Death Valley, but I don't expect Clemson to cover. Uh, I think Casey Thompson is going to go in there. The FAU quarterback, I think he's going to make a few good throws, throw some interceptions, keep them out of the game. But I am going to take FAU to cover. And, and this one, even though it's in Death Valley. Ooh, man. Um, I think um, Clemson has to put on a little bit of a show to give their fan base some optimism going to the four-state game. Um, so uh, I'm actually going to go with the over with this. 
I'm going to fight Matt. Because I think uh, I think like after that first like quarter, the first first half of the game, essentially with Charleston Southern, um, I think Clemson's like to give up some optimism against Florida State. They're gonna have to like, kind of look the part. That's half the reason why we got a twelve o'clock game, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those bastards. You remember when we thought this was gonna be like a top five matchup? Yeah, yeah it was be game day. <laughs> yeah, you would think, right? Now yeah, not, we might not, we might get a game day against Miami. Yeah, right. I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I would kind of love that. That'd be dope. What was well, the last um, time game day showed up for Miami versus FSU? 2000, 2003. Nah, it was like 2007, six. It was, it was eight or nine, I think, yeah. Yeah. It was like no, opening. you're right. Uh, I don't know. That was the, the last open, one. It was opening, uh, it was Labor Day weekend. But I was going to say, I do remember 06, it was college game day, number 11 FSU versus, like, number 8 Miami. But I think yeah. they had one more after that. Because that was, that was my first game. That was my first game at FSU was Miami, Florida State. Florida State? Oh, hell, that's a hell of a start. Still getting my own. <laughs> I guess we'll keep moving, guys. Uh, we have quick thoughts on this game. Let's have some – I really have deep thoughts, but we're gonna go Syracuse representing ACC going to this like ACC Big Ten matchups. Um, two and a half point uh, favorites going Purdue over under 57 and a half money line Purdue plus 120. Um, Ryan, let's start for this one. I don't know what to think of this, man. I think these are evenly matched teams. I think Syracuse better than last year. Dino Babers is a good coach, Purdue's got a new coach. Was the only thing that I, I I could take away from Purdue and that uh, Schrader is no not Schrader Card is the new quarterback this year, but I think this is an evenly matched game. I think this might be a good game, but oh, that's hard to pick what I want to do. But I'm gonna take the under on this one. I don't think no. being big, high potent offenses. Uh, I think Purdue the most they've scored so far is. That. Yeah, 35 points and a loss against Fresno State. Uh, Syracuse is scoring, you know, 24, 28 each game. I think it'll be a good game, but I don't think they'll they'll make the over on that one. All right. Uh, Jacob, thoughts? Um, I'll just make this one quick. I'm going Syracuse cover, just ACC over Big Ten. <laughs> Um, haven't watched much of either team, so I can't give a true. Yeah, give some some other orange teams some love, man. I got to pull for one of them. <laughs> uh, Matt, your thoughts? I, you know, like uh, Ryan was saying, I think this is an evenly matched game. Uh, Garrett Schrader, I really like everything he does. Good dual threat quarterback. Um, I think he's going to give me the difference to cover with Syracuse in this game. Um, but other than that, I think it'll be a good game. So what was your pick? I'm taking Q's to cover. Q's to cover? Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Purdue money line. Um, I really have no reason other than I just want to be opposite for everybody else. So <laughs> change it up. Did they beat Virginia Tech, which I think Virginia Tech's not that great of a team either. 
so it's hard to get read. But I don't think Virginia Tech is a lot more improved compared to the world last year. And I'm just going to bank it on vibes, man. I'm a vibes guy. So vibes for everybody. Uh, we got two games left on the slate. Uh, we're going to take a group of five game. Uh, I feel like I told myself we're going to do at least one group of five game a week, especially with conference play. Um, this week, we got James Madison coming off a big win of UVA, taking on Troy. Um, oh, I ain't slim, Troy is a two-and-a-half favorite on this. Over under is 46-and-a-half. Uh, James Madison's plus Um I'll start this one off, pop it off. I'm going to go with uh, James Madison, man. They were one of the best teams. Um, they actually were the best team in the Sun Belt last year. They just wasn't eligible to go to the championship. Um they probably are the best team in the state of Virginia because I don't know what the state of Virginia got going with football. Um, there's a lot of good recruits. Some of those guys you, can, you should be able to keep in the state. But for whatever means, I'm going to go with uh, the money line with James Madison to win outright over Troy. Uh, Matt, your thoughts? I mean, I, I'm going to go with you with James Madison. Uh, Troy's given up 30 points to Stephen F. Austin to open it and then gave up 42 last week, and I think it was to Kansas State. But their offense, they have averaged three turnovers a game. Uh, James Madison's only had one turnover this season. So give me James Madison. All right. Jacob? I've got James Madison as well. Um, that was a crazy win last week for him. Um, and Troy, you know, got blown out basically by Kansas State. But, uh, James Madison, both games have been pretty consistently offensively, and I think they'll uh, tweak this one out. And uh, Ryan? I'm running with the pack on this one. James Madison money line. I I don't know why Troy's favored. Uh, I think James Madison's better coach. Should be an easy easy win for them. Uh, Fun fact for anyone who wants to know, which I – Apparently, this is like the third game that's kind of weird, but the the heavy money favorite, heavy money favorite, is on Troy to cover, but 98% of bets going to Troy. So, and what do they know that we don't? (laughs) Right. How to lose money. How to lose money. Right. And our final game of the slate, guys, is also. Yes, technically the game of the week. No, the game of the week is Colorado, Colorado State. State, (laughs) Oh, I hope we're going to get guys. I guess we got to talk about Colorado State over this. I got to get them on. I got to get promised shine, man. (laughs) (laughs) We got the uh, Washington Huskies, number eight. Him and Michael Penix, minus 16, taking on Michigan State. Over under 55 and a half, money line Michigan State at the time was 575. Um, know of this game, obviously, if you haven't heard, uh, Mel Tucker was let go by Michigan State, which I think Michigan State wanted to do that in, anyway. So this was kind of just a way to expedite the process. Um, but uh, Matt, I'll let you take off for this one. What's your thoughts on this game? I mean, like I said, Michael Penix Jr. is the dark horse for the Heisman. Has been all year for me. Uh, Michigan State's going to be distracted. You know, they don't have a head coach, per se, still with uh, Tucker going. 
think it kind of distracts them and Washington covers because you can't have that distraction going against that Washington offense. All right. Um, Jacob. I got Washington in this one as well. Um, I think we all agree Penix is going to be in New York on the end of the season. Um, they've just all they've done is put up points, and I know Michigan has always been an old school style, but they're going to put up points easily on them. That offense is just powerful. So. All right. And Ryan? <coughs> Bush? Bad timing. Uh, I'm with them. Uh, Although I, I do take a different approach. I think getting rid of Mel Tucker in the long run or even in the short run is going to lift spirits up in Michigan State. Coaching staff didn't like him. Players didn't like him. Uh, I actually think Michigan State might do a little bit better, but I'll still take Washington to cover by 16. Penix is going to throw that ball over the place. Um, 16 is a weird number. It is a weird number. To have as a spread, and it's been like bothering me all. And I do agree with Ryan thinking the Mel Tucker losing Mel Tucker would be an upgrade for the program. Um, but I can't even as Michael Penix. Uh, I'm gonna go with the with the crew. I want to be different, but um, I want. I guess one as a side bet. I probably I'll take the under in this game, 55 and a half. Uh, that was kind of like I was thinking too. Um, I think this game, even though Washington has a good offense, their defense is still, you know, I think it's suspect. I don't think they're elite yet. It's just that Michigan State offense hasn't, I mean, they haven't really played anyone noteworthy to kind of judge them fully on it. But I think they're a little bit more improved. And also the team last year was a really thing up there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they actually cover this game or a couple of points. But I think this game's going to be like 31 to 17, roughly. This is my dolls. My tab is. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington puts up, you know, 45 points this game, you know. That, I mean, that's, that's what I mean, that, that's and then they're. Too, is they're they're going to put up a lot of points. Yeah, and that their, uh, their bad defense just makes me want to take the over even more personally. Like, if I was to do a side bet, I'd take that over easy. Hmm. Right. Hey, Nick, I'm going to switch one just because uh, I said I wasn't going to take an over or an under this this week. Okay. Give me, give me Clemson to uh, to cover over uh, Florida Atlantic just just because – keep going. That's that's Ryan. That's keep me. Oh, uh, I, I'd like to keep that one. Yeah, one job. <laughs> yeah, one job. Uh, Does anybody have yeah. the, the, the Nick counter, how many times he's gone to the wrong person? Click that. There you go. Give me Clemson to cover just because I said I wasn't going to take an over and under. And uh, I, wasn't going over me. I got to fix it. You just want to be you and some. I respect that. But we're still at the it's over. still now. not right. Still taking Clemson. Huh? <laughs> Clemson <laughs> over. Clemson to cover on that one. Oh, Clemson to cover. You can't say over. <laughs> when I hear over, I think over under. Not. That is uh, true. In fairness. Yeah, I'm talking about Matt. Have some faith in your team. Don't be like I mean, Jacob. I, I got to catch up with Jacob somehow. <laughs> I said we were going to win. I just didn't say we were going to yeah. cover. I, I no overs for unders for me this week because those bit me in the ass last week. Um, just one note for um, – I got a few notes. Um, this is a 
Um, shout out to Dion, doing big things up there. That's from from Matt Dion. I hope he loses uh, another toe. <laughs> uh, Tyra was the most, once again, one of the most viewed games of the week, bringing in about 9 million views. Prime time. Take off his hat and his sunglasses and look me in the eyes when he talks um, to another adult. I think Prime, with all the heat on Dabo, if Dabo doesn't perform, I think Prime and Clemson. I'd take it in a heartbeat. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I just can't see Clemson's. I can't see Clemson's uh, school board or their their AD. No, we will burn it down. <laughs> yeah, I still think it'll be a win. I just don't see Clemson going for it. You know, zero like, percent chance. Well, hey, we know he's not going to Florida State because he's not a no asking about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's talk about how much he's been crapping on his old alma mater. For... He's not an alma mater. He graduated from HBCU. Ask him about it. His words. <laughs> yeah, still crapping on Florida State though, and that that don't sit right with me ever. Yeah, so, am I excited to watch Dion win in Colorado? Yeah, because it's nice to see Colorado yeah, win again for one. Absolutely not. I need he needs, Oregon. To he go needs in to keep the notes out of his mouth. I need Oregon. <laughs> I need next week. We're gonna throw up a hundred on them, and Travis Hunter just be looked lost. I, that's the thing. I don't know, man. Like, uh, they didn't look good last week. Did anybody watch that first half? If Nebraska had a quarterback with a pulse, pulse that game yeah. was close. <laughs> Next week, different, but they're gonna run all over Colorado State this week. Oh, I'm not saying that. That's why I'm ready for Oregon next week to just go in there, and that'll shut them up. Thirty game too. That's the game that uh, they chose over Florida State Clemson. Yeah, for the three thirty slot. Rude. Come on, East man, do better. Yeah. Um. I guess one note is, uh, y'all have any bets? Uh, I guess outside the games we covered. Yeah, I took the Florida State Boston College under. Um, just because the 20 mile an hour wind coming in that week with that tropical storm could uh could hamper them to throw the ball, so I think Boston College tries to get out of there, you know, with running as much as possible. So that's under 48. Damn, they dropped that a lot. It was like 53 earlier. That, um, uh, that storm coming out there is definitely gonna have an impact. Back on. I hear you on that. Um, uh, anyone from you, uh, Jacob or Ryan? Uh, oh, you go first, man. I don't really have any others that I've really looked at. We covered all the ones that I was really looking at this week. Yeah. All right. How about you, Ryan? Uh, the only other one I had was uh, Hawaii and Oregon. Just because they've got the over-under so low of both those teams. We know Oregon's going to score a lot of points. But but the over-under is still, like, well below what Oregon would normally, you know, put up. So, it's just a, it's just an easy money grab for me this week. Wait, uh, I do on. have one after that. You, you, you think you think that they're not going to be able to put up 58 points against Hawaii and at least Hawaii get two touchdowns? Nah, no way. True. Oregon can put up 60 in Hawaii easy. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, what was your uh, one you had? I got or looking down. Wake Forest at Old Dominion. It's only a fourteen point spread, and I'm liking Wake Forest to cover that. 
Okay. I'm on the Wake, the wake Forest train this season. David Diggins over there. David Diggins. He pulls for everybody in the ACC but Clemson, apparently. But Clemson, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, D- hey, Dave Clawson's a good coach. He's got weight going in a good direction, at least keeping him steady. You know, I don't yeah. blame him. Um, yeah. offense is always interesting, too. I'll, yeah, I'm for that. Um, I got a few, actually, for you. Don't want to throw, I'm throwing matching. Um, I got Kansas cover minus 28 against Nevada. Um, Nevada's I was just looking at that. Yeah, Nevada's yeah. real bad. Really bad. Real, real I mean, bad. I mean, that's easy. Even with their backup quarterback, they're going to be putting up points. Um, I got over 57, San Jose State at Toledo. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm thinking at least both teams could potentially drop at least 30, if not 40. Um, State screwed me. I'm not picking them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also got um, the massive game in Florida. Um, Alabama traveling to Tampa to take on USF to put on a promo for IMG. Um, I have the uh, Bama first half total points twenty. I just feel like that's gonna be easy money. They're gonna especially after last week. They're probably gonna drop up six on them boys. And US, USF is horrible. USF um, is really bad. You said really bad. first half twenty. Yeah, first half twenty. 20. I feel like it could have been easy, like twenty-five. Um, FSU minus twenty-six over BC. Um, Indiana. To uh, cover plus ten at Louisville versus Louisville, hosting that game, um, I think Indiana's defense is, is evidently a lot better. Or Ohio State look like trash. It could be both. <laughs> <laughs> could be I'm both. definitely hoping it's more that Ohio State looks like trash. Trash stuff. I think they have a QB problem. They, they're gonna they're gonna be working on. Um, but those are just some of the side bets I have. Uh, unless you guys have any more. I do have uh, Houston's playing their first Big 12 game finally uh, against TCU. I think TCU's favored by seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm not super impressed by Houston yet this year. Rice just beat them. They barely beat Texas San Antonio. So third game against Texas in a week, Houston's probably going to lose another one. And then they got Sam Houston next week. They're just going all Texas this season. I, I guess. know. It sounds like it. Only hey, other – Game, I see Oklahoma 28-point favorite over Tulsa. That looks like a – Yeah, that's a road game for them too. I know. Yeah. Oklahoma, they just – I mean, they put up points. I mean, their offense has been great. Yeah, they look a lot better, but it's harder. It's also – they also haven't played anyone with a pulse. That's also true, but you – know, Don't forget, think, that was, they were supposed to play Georgia, but they canceled that game because – uh, we we'll, you know want to make sure they're fully hundred percent before they go to the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, they played Texas and Alabama. That's weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, Georgia. And then what about the one we uh we switched out? Uh, Arizona State and Fresno State. Um. Um. I had Arizona. Fresno's uh I think it was a favorite in the game. Yeah, Fresno's um, favorite. But I have uh, Arizona State winning. <laughs> You do. You got Arizona State, huh? Yeah, I think uh, that freshman quarterback they got, the more he plays, I think he's going to get more comfortable. And I think uh, I'll, I would say they will win outright. But I think they can cover. They can cover three. 
I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think they'll cover three against that uh, Fresno. Like we, we talked about Purdue earlier, and I don't think Purdue's a bad team. But Fresno put 39 in, in Indiana on Purdue. So I'm going to take Fresno against Arizona State this week to cover more, well more than three. I guess it, yeah, I guess I was wrong. Ninety-two percent bets going Fresno's way. So, guest picker just showed up, fellas. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got, got any special picks for us this week? Um, yeah. She said she took Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina beat Georgia. Let's go! All right, way to go, girl. <laughs> Let's go. Um, actually, I'll give you one more note. One more note. Uh, Arizona to be Utah, uh, minus 17 and a half. Uh, Utah is really bad. Um, I think Arizona, Arizona's actually is a lot more improved. They actually took Mississippi State, it's a pretty competitive game, so I wouldn't be surprised by that. All right, Utah won their first game, though, right? It was like the first yeah, time yeah. they won their first game in like 20 years or something. Yeah, crazy. they won the first game and lost the other two by like 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, how the cookie crumbles. Yep. Uh, with that being said, guys, I appreciate y'all coming on once again. Uh, week three of college football. Um, we're going to see, try to make some money together. Um, with that being said, guys, if you're watching this pod, Appreciate the like button. Subscribe to me on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, for my audio people, please leave a review. Five stars. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google. I'm out there everywhere. For Ryan, Jacob, and Matt, this is your boy Nappy Nick, and this is the Holy City High Podcast. Fellas, I appreciate you. Love you. Go make some money, fellas. Yeah. yeah.